0: Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that, and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey y'all welcome to the transformation podcast episode 21 help I'm the boss that needs fixing I'm your host Cassidy founder of K Green and Company project and change management solutions the transformation podcast is a coaching training and development platform of the K Green and Company transformation academy the academy itself is a global program focused on personal professional leadership organizational and spiritual development. And because K Green and Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business, the Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. So if you've been listening to the podcast in chronological order, you know that we are nearing the end of our Winners Win series. However, you also know if you've been listening for a while that if I'm in the middle of a series and I'm either asked to or led to speak on a topic that people seem to need a coaching perspective on, I'll pause the series and drop an episode or several episodes to get you the time sensitive messages. So I am pausing the Winners Win series to bring you three perspectives when it comes to managing up and And leveling up, despite what your boss or supervisor, whichever term you identify with, may or may not be doing to support you or your organization and I'm dropping this in three parts and I encourage you if you have not listened to episode 20 help please fix my boss pause this episode right now go back and listen because what I introduced in that in that particular talk I talked about what organizations actually want from their their supervisors or bosses I also gave you some confessions from an employee perspective on what they wish their supervisors knew Then I gave your employees a candid pep talk to challenge them to become the next best version of themselves to elevate what their supervisor or bosses bring to the table. So I will not recap what I talked about in that episode. Instead, I encourage you to just pause this one. Go back and listen so that you have context for what we focus on today. So let's get straight into today's talk. So in this episode, I'm going to make three points. And those are one. I want you to put employees perspectives into perspective. Two, I am going to remind you of what I said in the last episode. So I guess I wasn't being honest. I'm going to remind you of what organizations need from supervisors and bosses. And then I'm going to spend the most part of this episode on what bosses and supervisors can do to elevate their game and begin their new impact today. So... I also want to begin with a word of support so I know that it can sting or feel a little bit harsh to hear the truth that I expressed on behalf of employees yet the Transformation Podcast and the Academy is focused on your growth and development and I will always coach you from a place of love and will typically speak to those things that other people wish you knew but unfortunately those same people are not willing to tell you and I'm personally committed to helping you become the best version of you so consider me a partner, a coach who once was best for you and in order to get that we have to in order to keep going from level to level for the best version of you the best version of me we have to get at the truth and with that truth we have to have tools and strategies to address those things head on so be encouraged keep striving for excellence and after all you supervisors are in position for a reason And you have so much of your own succession plan in your own hands. And it's my job to just remind you that the employee perspective can either propel or set you back if you don't consider their perspective. So. When it comes to putting employees' perspectives in perspective, I spent a good amount of time on the confessions from your employees on what they wish you knew in that last episode, but I have dual purpose in having admitted those things to you on their behalf. So the first reason, the first purpose for sharing uh, their perspectives is so you can for real know what they often think. And in some cases, they either say to you or they say these things about you to your colleagues and their colleagues. And as a project and change management Leader, I've heard all the complaints, the woe is me version from your employees, the terrible are you version or confession from your employees. And of course, I've had my own share of bosses or supervisors. I've also observed organizational leaders, especially as they assume no one knows about their sometimes bad, unethical, and unappreciated behavior. And it's true that some people really are, in some cases, struggling to navigate their employment situations, especially the relationship between themselves and and their supervisor. So I give employees some rope to be honest and vent, but not just for the sake of being honest and venting. So one of the reasons I built a lot of relationship capital and successfully coached employees, colleagues, leaders, and others is because I'm solution focused. My response to a gripe or complaint, and I'm encouraging this to be true for you too, is really a question. So, so what? What is it impacting? What does it cost you or the organization? And if there's merit to anything that you conclude based on an answer, meaning it's not about whether you simply like a person, then let's focus on solutions, including you as the complainer or the person impacted by examining first your own language, your behavior and your perspective and see where we can make an adjustment based on those things for you that helps improve the situation. And this is why some people really appreciate the transformation podcast podcast and while others decide that it isn't for them. And that's okay. Because I'm in the self assessment truth root cause business. And because I'm also in the people business serving other people, I've proven over and over again in multiple organizations that so much is in your control your hands your purview regardless of who you report to to improve a situation and frankly I struggle with my own tolerance for complaining without solution focused action so yes I too strive for more fruits of the spirit which is rooted in Galatians 5 22 and 23 and one of those fruits that I'm struggling with and need more of is just patience yet it's also why I'm trusted to lead hundreds of people through hundreds of changes and the truth of the matter is I want everyone to be an all-star MVP butler kind of leader and this means that those folks are problem solvers you become an opportunity exploiter you remove barriers you clear paths you open doors and hold doors for other people and you focus on winning each day by ensuring the success of each moment that makes up a day so The second reason that I shared the employee perspective is so that bosses and supervisors can really pause, consider these perspectives, reflect on this employee language, behavior, and hopefully create a value proposition for you to improve your own emotional intelligence, all five aspects, and increase your organizational, cultural, and political awareness so that you can determine what pivot or adjustments you may need to make uh, to begin creating the kind of impact that your employees can with your employees so that you can and make the shift, improve and enhance their perspectives about you. And I'm not suggesting become a people pleaser. Rather, what I am suggesting is that the employee perspective absolutely impacts your success, whether you know it or like it or not. And it also impacts their success. And because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you not only want success for yourself, but you want the same thing for your employees. So I'm saying make it a priority to collect their feedback and their perspectives and then commit to getting to work on you. So Keep some perspectives in context, though, at the same time, which is why I'm saying and have been saying across this uh, podcast is that you have to get into people business and you have to elevate your emotional quotient or your EQ. You have to build your relationship capital around the organization and even across your industry. You also have to build your wealth team because as you do this, you'll be able to discern any hidden or negative agendas, and even positive ones from your employees. And also, you can also figure out what employee feedback or what things are being said about you do have merit, those things that are true, that's purely in support of your growth and development and a couple of people have engaged me about this since I dropped the help please fix my boss episode and as I offer to them I offer to you as individual listeners if you're really trying to become that leader that boss and you want to talk privately about your insight your emotional quotient your organizational culture and political awareness your relationship capital we can do that me and you one-on-one I can help you likely really in one in-depth discussion at no cost to you Just to determine specific strategies for your unique situation. So if you want to hear my perspective about your opportunity to become the next best version of you in this area, shoot me an email. I'll add the link to the show notes. So as a reminder, organizations need specific things from those they put in positions to supervise and become bosses. So I mentioned this in the last episode. What organizations are looking for? a couple of things. Number 1, your executives and organizations are looking for leaders who can get things done through their staff and through other people, whether it's their peers, their leaders, their their direct reports or other people's direct reports by exercising your emotional intelligence as a supervisor and boss, leading from a place of collaboration inclusivity, demonstrating your ability to be a high-level, strategic, critical thinker while not needing to be the smartest or loudest person in the room or the moment, and even being a person and the kind of leader who doesn't need validation or always hearing, job well done. They're also looking for the kind of bosses and supervisors, the kind of leaders that can communicate expected outcomes without holding their staff's hand through every step of a path just to take in order to yield that particular outcome and to be the kind of leader that can resist the urge to have your own ideas be the ones that people work on. Your leadership is looking for bosses or supervisors who can flex their skills and finesse in developing staff without being in the same room with them or supervising their employees every single move. Instead, you as a supervisor, as a boss, are being measured on your ability to identify people's potential, draw that potential out of them. So they can demonstrate their potential through their operational and project work. They're looking for you to make sound decisions by assigning the right employees to do things that are stretch opportunities, making sure they also possess the past experience, a spirit of a learner and willingness to grow and learn in a moment while maintaining their integrity. And your organization is assessing your effectiveness as a boss or supervisor as to how well you utilize your strengths and leverage the areas of improvement needed among your staff and teams in order to yield the desired optimal outcomes for your sphere of responsibility and for the organization at large. So there's a couple of things you can do to elevate your insight and your ability and effectiveness as a supervisor. So just as it is with your employees, so much of your ability to course correct is in your individual control. And I'll share a couple of strategies for you to consider. So first of all, anytime that we're attempting to consider a change in our lives, we need to examine the current state, what already is and why. And then before deciding on strategies to create the future state, you want to take this more assessment approach. And so this is basically change management one on one. And it absolutely applies to all areas of life, including your career and your role as a supervisor or boss. So I encourage you first take inventory of your relationship capital, starting with your peer group, both within your organization and your industry. And ask yourself these questions. How much fellowship have I had? What kind of things do I engage about? How frequently do I engage and for what purpose? The reason I want you to start here is because sometimes things like what I shared in the last episode seems to be news to us. And in other cases, it's validation of what we already know. But either way, it's because we're not spending enough time with people, your peers, What that can demonstrate, one, their own self-sabotaging and self-elevating behaviors in your organization, if you would just pay attention, see how the organization is responding to them. And if you showed up with more of your humanity with your peers, they might actually give you some insight as to why your employees wish you were not their manager. And trust me, your employees are telling everyone except you. However, when you lack relationship capital, you don't give me, for example, as your peer, a reason to trust you with intel or for me to take a risk volunteering the information when your character suggests you won't receive it anyway or when your approach or our, to our relationship is really one-sided. It's always about what you need or what you want. And the same is true about your relationship capital or lack thereof with your employees. And even your higher level leadership is likely much more in tune with your flaws as a supervisor or boss than you are because your employees either engage them directly or they're engaging other people who are relaying to your leadership and your leadership isn't telling you because they expect you to be cultivating a culture and a 360 degree feedback loop through your wealth team and relationships, including those with your direct reports and for them to remove the work that's yours to do by simply telling you is not helpful to you. And I've seen many bosses and supervisors operate as if it's someone else who should have told them that what they're responsible for uncovering themselves and they blame other people for not doing this work that's truly their work to do so once you assess your relationship capital Examine what it tells you. Are you spending it wisely? Do you have people you can confide in and trust to be honest with you and give you the real? Are you ready to hear without jumping on a defense with the person or with your direct reports? Effective change management with you as a leader should always be operating in those principles. It means not only determining a need for change, but also preparing to change and basically performing a readiness assessment for yourself to ensure that you don't dive into this change initiative of your leadership approach and improvement of your character by creating a forest fire because you skip the internal work the character work emotional intelligence practice and the enlistment of a coach or circle of coaches to help you process and assess what you learn before you create a course correcting action plan that can end up backfiring because it's executed either prematurely without wisdom or discernment and with just your own interpretation of what you learn so the village perspective and this well team i've been taught about is so that you can be a better decision maker so Elevating as a boss means that you get better and better at taking in information, spending time to reflect, considering multiple perspectives and then developing and executing a plan that's less focused on you being right. It's not focused on you fixing other people or pleasing other people, but it's more about creating and executing plans that have input from your wealth team, encourages slow, steady, incremental change and helps you resist the urge to punish people for their truths about you. It helps you resist the need to be reactive and instead be responsive to the information that you receive and it helps you with the choice to upgrade yourself regardless of whether or not there's merit in this feedback or information about you and elevating the butler in you to be the kind of leader that I talked about in episode 19, becoming a butler MVP next level leader and re-examining how you measure up to the characteristics that I explained in episode two, high value humans and episode three, high value performers because I've coached you on the character work needed to operate at the highest version of yourself. You just have to apply it, but you got to elevate your EQ and your insight to do that and expand your wealth team. And you cannot take employee confessions and begin, operating from an immature oh now I like this person or I don't like this person perspective because I promise you you will begin losing at, at an accelerated rate so my singular advice in this moment of course is to take what I advise you on in the entire high value series build your wealth team And you have to have relationship capital to win in this life. You have to establish covenant with other people. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care where you went to school. I don't care how much money you make, where you live or where you drive. If you want to win in this life and be your best, you need other people to do it. Make those people part of your wealth team, even if some people are only on that team for a season in order for you to become the best version of you at that level and at that moment. And don't worry. I'm going to continue coaching you and your employees on this holistic perspective for a lifetime of transformation, which is needed to keep leveling up to become the next best version of you. So that's all for today's help. I'm the boss that needs fixing episode. I hope that you know I care deeply about your success. And if you haven't concluded by now, I'm coaching you on much of what other people won't tell you. Some of them wish you knew others of them. Unfortunately, they're not. They're not caring whether or not you knew, but I do so. If I had someone to tell me, as I mentioned in the last episode, some of the truths that we're learning on the transformation podcast, I would have developed much sooner and in different ways, in a much deeper way, as a leader and as an employee and in other roles in my life, if someone were just honest with me. So, That's it for today. But as a reminder to my higher education user group, also known as H.U.G., you can join me Tuesday, March the 10th for our final installment of the Leading Leaders Through Change series. We'll talk about developing high performing teams and I'll add the link to the show notes so that you can register on the H.U.G. website. For those who want to connect to discuss your individual needs to assess and determine any pivots or needed adjustments that you need to make based on your role as a boss or leader, you can contact me via email. We can chat at no cost and know there's no offer or sale or any paid engagement that I'm offering at the end of this moment. I'm really saying I'm winning. And I have been winning for a long time in my career and in my business as a recent. And the nature of my work as a project and change management leader has allowed me to observe so many bosses and supervisors and hear from their employees about what the supervisors are doing wrong. And I really want to support your growth and development. So if you want to chat, drop me a line via email. As a reminder, in the next episode, help I'm the employee dot dot dot. I'm going to love on the employees out there who need to grow from various experiences and circumstances in their workplace workplace, and they may not feel comfortable engaging you as their supervisor or their boss or anyone in their organization, but they need some coaching or support regarding their efforts so they too can win in their careers and in business. So I also remind you to get all caught up on all the Transformation Podcast episodes before next week because the month of March is already moving super fast. There's a lot of skill and leadership development coming. I mentioned in the last episode, we are going to have a spiritual development series, a men's empowerment series, and so much more. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com, And I will add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life, in your career, and in business, subscribe to to the transformation podcast and get your upgrade every week all right talk to you soon thank y'all